Do you and your spouse disagree on discipline? If so, you're normal, but your homeschool happiness is at risk. This is the Homeschool Sanity Show, the episode where I will share simple steps to take when you don't agree. I'm Dr. Melanie Wilson, Christian psychologist turned homeschool mom and curriculum author. And this is the podcast helping you wave goodbye to worry and say hello to a happy homeschool. Hey, homeschoolers. A sweet couple came to my booth at the great homeschool convention and asked me what to do when they didn't agree on discipline in the moment, as in, in front of the kids. I shared a few thoughts with them, but realized that this is a great topic to dig into. First, let's discuss why it matters to agree on discipline. We hear all the time, you have to be on the same page in parenting, and there is some truth to that. Parenting is much easier when you and your spouse agree on how to discipline. We also want to agree with respect to discipline because if we don't, it will allow our kids to manipulate us and it will absolutely allow bad behaviors to continue and possibly even get worse. So an example of how our kids can manipulate and use our disagreement is the typical, hey, dad, mom says I'm grounded, but... (laughs) So we don't want to open the door to that kind of manipulation. Of course, disagreeing on discipline can also cause conflict in our marriage. I know a dad who told me about his wife that she undermines me every time I discipline. This is not a good foundation for a happy marriage, of course. But... Even knowing that it's good to be on the same page when it comes to parenting and discipline, what if you don't agree? What are you supposed to do then? Well, first, it's so important not to give up on discipline. We don't want to use the fact that we have disagreements with our spouse about discipline as an excuse not to do anything, not to do any training with our kids. The fact is that we still have a powerful effect on our kids when we are with them. And this is true even if you have a shared custody arrangement. Many parents who are divorced or separated and have shared custody will be very upset about the rules or lack thereof when the spouse has, or the ex-spouse in this case, has the kids. But the fact is, you will set the tone for respect and obedience in your home with your own disciplinary approach. Even if you are married, and happily so, focus on what you can do with discipline when your spouse isn't there. Okay, next. We want to take time away to discuss discipline with our spouse. Again, this is true whether we are married, separated, or divorced. It is so, so important to try to come up with an agreement about what discipline should look like with our kids. Now, of course, some spouses will not agree to even have this discussion and it won't be productive. But if your spouse 
or ex-spouse is willing to have a time to discuss discipline with you, that is something that you will want to do for your kid's benefit. So what attitude should you have when you are discussing discipline with your spouse or ex-spouse? First, your attitude should be one of respect for your spouse. When my husband and I were first married, we went to a family life marriage conference. And one of the things that they had us do, I think several times, was look at one another and say, you are not my enemy. And it can really feel like your spouse is your enemy and is just trying to make you miserable by messing up your discipline approach or by not supporting you. But that is likely not the case. Instead, we want to have an attitude of desiring to understand. Sometimes our spouse won't even know why they have the discipline approach that they have or why they aren't willing to support your disciplinary approach. So in that case, we want to look for fear. What fears does your spouse have? And what priorities does your spouse have? Your spouse may very well, just because they are human and we are the same way, may be looking for the quickest, easiest thing to do. So for example, if you have a spouse who yells, and this is the discipline approach that they are choosing to use, it is likely because they don't know what else to do. They're afraid of trying something else and failing. And their priority is to just get it over with, (laughs) to deal with the situation and be done and move on with the rest of their day. So desire to understand and have a good discussion about this. And I'm going to give you some examples of things that you should discuss together. Believe also, as far as your attitude toward discipline, believe that the discussion that you're having is the first step toward improvement. It's not a good attitude to have for your kid's benefit if you believe that the whole discussion is a waste of time because no matter what your spouse says he will do, he isn't likely to follow through. That attitude will come through to your spouse and your spouse won't be motivated to participate. It will come across as lack of respect and It really is true that even if you have one point of agreement that you can come to and maybe an action step to take going forward, that this is something to build on and it is something that is worthwhile. Okay, so you have agreed to sit down with your spouse and discuss discipline. What should you talk about? First, you can talk about how you were each disciplined as kids and what that was like for you, what you thought was good about it and what you didn't think was functional about it. And oftentimes our own approach is in reaction to the way that we were disciplined. I know quite a number of parents who want no physical discipline in their home because they were harshly, harshly disciplined in a physical way when they were kids. And that is valid. That is absolutely valid. And so that is the kind of thing that should be discussed. 
Next, you want to talk about how you each feel when the kids misbehave and give specific examples. Now, we don't have to feel the same way as our spouse, but it is so important that we empathize and we listen actively to what our spouse is experiencing when the kids are misbehaving. So you can talk about, you know, I really hate it when the kids are fighting with one another. It just removes peace from our home. I can't get any school done. I can't get any chores done. And so that I feel helpless. And so you could talk about that. And, you know, my spouse, for example, would probably say, you know, when the kids keep using, this is a silly example, but they keep using a new glass every time (laughs) they want to drink. I feel frustrated because, you know, then there are so many dishes that have to be washed and I feel like we don't even have enough glasses in that case when we do. Um, Okay, next, you want to talk together about what you have tried personally in your disciplinary approach that has not worked. So I would talk about with my husband, I would say yelling, now that I'm talking about in the past, yelling has not worked for me. In fact, it raises the temperature in our home. It actually feeds anger in our home. And I feel bad about it. I, I don't think it works for me. It does not accomplish the peace and joy in our family that I am working toward. And while it might get my kids actually doing their chores, it there are other more effective ways of getting them to do their chores that don't have that nasty side effect of me yelling and creating anger in our home. Okay, so talk about what you have tried personally that has not worked. Next, you're probably anticipating this, but next you want to talk about what you have tried that has worked, at least if it's worked sometimes. So I might say, denying my child's next request. This is discussed in the book, Have a New Kid by Friday by Dr. Kevin Lehman. And that has worked for me. Does it work in terms of the kids have never misbehaved (laughs) again? No. And that is a good opportunity to talk about Working discipline doesn't mean that you never have to do it again, just as though you would not expect. So here, I'm going to teach you your multiplication facts, and you're never going to forget them. You're always going to have them. Of course not. We know when it comes to math and science and language arts that we have to keep teaching. But for some reason, when it comes to discipline, we think it should be one and done. And that is not the case. After you've had this discussion of what works for each of you, and be open to the possibility that your husband, for example, may say, well, yelling works for me because it gets them moving. Then you could ask, well, are there any negative consequences of that for you? Uh, Would you be open to hearing what works for me to get them to do chores that doesn't involve yelling? 
okay? After you've had that discussion, decide on an approach that you have both seen to be effective or you are both willing to try going forward. Then you will want to decide what to do when you disagree in the moment. And this is what this couple at the Great Homeschool Convention was asking me about. The most important thing for a disagreement in the moment. So, for example, my husband says, okay, you uh, you used another glass. <laughs> you dirtied up another glass, and so now you don't get sc- any screen time for the entire weekend. Okay. And I am thinking, I don't agree with this at all. <laughs> okay. And I wouldn't. I would not agree with that. So in the moment, though, I want to be respectful. I do not want to be rolling my eyes or communicating in any way that I don't respect my husband because my kids have eagle eyes for that. All of our kids do. And I will be undermining my husband in that situation. Instead, what I have done, uh, I've done it a couple of different ways that I would ask you and your spouse to consider. And one of those is I will say my husband's name. I have used that in particular when I have found that he's getting really worked up. He's getting really, really angry. And I will just say, Mark. And he knows what that means. And it's not disrespectful. And then he will, he will calm himself down. That's his signal to calm down. Um, then what I have uh, also done is put my hand on his shoulder, that is another excellent signal to your spouse that either you aren't, you know, you are seeing that your spouse is getting worked up and emotional, or that you want to discuss the situation with your spouse, or uh, you can, so you can say your spouse's name, you can put a hand on the arm, or you can say, honey, can I talk with you? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that to say, hey, can we can we take a break and talk about this? Now, the other really important piece of this that I did share with this couple is that discipline announcements are not like the king making a proclamation that he used his signet ring to seal. <laughs> so if my husband says, you used another glass, you have no screen time for the whole weekend. And I say, hey, honey, can I talk with you for a minute? And then I would respectfully share, hey, you know, I I understand about uh, the dirty glasses. I understand that's very upsetting. But uh, this particular weekend, n- the, this child not having screen time is going to present a problem because, you know, whatever. Um, and could you come up with a different consequence for that, that we can both agree on. And it would be no problem at all for my husband and I to come back into the room and my husband to say, okay, you you dirtied up another glass. I am not going to take away your screen time for the weekend, but you are going to do the dishes right now. That's what your that's what your consequence is. So you remember not to keep getting another glass. Okay, 
that's a very silly example. <laughs> but I hope it shows you that your kids will not disrespect you when you change your mind, especially when you your punishment that you were giving out was too harsh in that situation. The question comes up, can we have a discussion in front of the kids? And every expert that you consult on this topic will say, don't ever discuss this in front of the kids. And I agree and I disagree. I agree that it is not a good idea to discuss your disagreements about discipline and consequences in front of the kids because that will show them the weakness there that they can exploit if they want to. They can they can then manipulate and get what they want. So if possible, discuss your differences about consequences and discipline privately. But I disagree that we should never have disagreements in front of the kids. I know people whose parents never, never, never had heated uh, discussions <laughs> in front of their kids and so in front of them. And so they thought their parents always, always, always got along. Everything was just perfect. And then when it came time for them to get married, they didn't understand why they were having conflicts. They didn't know how to resolve them. And we're not perfect people, but our kids need to see that. And if, let's say you make a mistake and you're very disrespectful to your husband, you lose your cool in front of the kids. And, you, you know, let's say you, you talk about your disagreements about discipline. You say, you, you know, you just lose control and you say, that's ridiculous. Why would you take away his whole screen time for the weekend because of a dirty glass? <laughs> let's say you make that mistake. What you would need to do is come back to your children, whoever was involved in listening, with your husband and say, you know what, I was wrong. I was wrong. Even if I disagree with your dad, I never want to be disrespectful. And I was disrespectful. So, honey, will you forgive me? And will you, son of mine or daughter of mine, forgive me for losing my temper and not practicing self-control and respecting, not respecting your dad, because that is so, so important. Okay, so after you have decided what you're going to do when you disagree with one another in the moment, you want to choose a time to evaluate how things are going with the new approach that you're going to try. I would start really, really small. Do, do something very small that you're gonna try together, and then put it on the calendar on Friday, two weeks from now, we're going to talk about how things are going with this strategy. Do you think it's helping? Do I think it's helping? What do I think we could do instead if it's not working? Or how do I think, how do we each think that we could make this approach even more effective in our family? Then pray together. Pray together because even though I am a Christian psychologist and my husband is a great, great father, we cannot discipline and parent perfectly in our own strength. We, just, we are just not capable of it. We need God. We need the Holy Spirit 
to change us and to make us more like Jesus. And so praying together is a very powerful way of asking for his help, inviting him into the process. And then after that, plan some together time. We want to keep our marriages strong and not let disagreements, potential disagreements even going forward about parenting and discipline hurt our marriage. Keeping a strong marriage is the best thing that we can do for our kids and our homeschools. So plan time to do something fun that's not stressful that will really help you to reconnect. With good communication, a willingness to try new approaches, and some patience, I believe that most couples can come to some agreement on discipline. And for those who cannot, being consistent with your own approach when you are with the kids by yourself will still pay more dividends than giving up. You can find the show notes for this episode at homeschoolsanity.com slash do not agree. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a happy homeschool week. Thank you for joining me on the journey to homeschool sanity. I would love to continue the conversation. You can find me on social media at homeschool sanity. And if you haven't heard it lately, let me remind you, you're doing a great job. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.